Welcome to the Digital Workplace Podcast. These are conversations with CEOs of digital companies, thought leaders, and solution providers about how you can become a level five digital workplace. For the show notes and transcript of this episode, go to thedigitalworkplace.com. Well, welcome back to the Digital Workplace Podcast. Today, our guest is Kaleem Clarkson. He is the Chief Operating Officer at Blend Me Incorporated. Hey, Kaleem, what's up? Hey, what's happening, Neil? It's good to have you here on the show. We are excited. We're going to get into a lot of cool topics. You are a geek about remote work, so we're going to have fun talking about things. But let's start off with your capture question. Prove that you're a real live human with us right now. All right. All right. My question is, what's the latest like non-work related either book or podcast that you listen to? Yeah, yeah. So Smartless is a podcast that I'm listening to right now. Smartless. Smartless. And it's absolutely hilarious. It's with Jason Bateman. Um, Sean Hayes from uh, Will and Grace from back in the day. Oh, wow. That's going back. Yeah, and Will Arnett, both, you know, obviously Jason Bateman and Will Arnett are, are from Arrested Development. And um, it's absolutely hysterical. They interview other celebrities that, that they're friends with and stuff like that. And it just cracks me up. D- definitely don't watch it with the kids, though. Plenty of F-bombs. and <laughs> It's definitely not uh, filtered, so cracks me up man. i love seeing that when, when you see like the celebrities that are like genuinely friends with each other yeah and like enjoy hanging out together and not acting that, that's a cool thing yeah it's no longer. cool we are not acting here we're friends too so let's do this <laughs> hopefully we get to meet in person soon enough man one day one day it'll happen <laughs> tell us a little bit about what you do with blend me what your background is why why we should listen to you about this topic yeah so um my partner and i started blend me inc in 2013 um she ended up getting her master's degree from um, from University of Connecticut in Organizational Development and Human Resources. I attended this really cool um, conference in, in my prior life and in kind of current life. I'm, a, I'm an engineer, front-end engineer. And uh, I went to a, a conference in 2012, and this, um, this guy was, was, was talking about uh, – his name is Matt Westgate from a company called Lullabot. They, you know, they do the Grammy site. They do a lot of big websites. And – he was talking about how they're a fully distributed company. And I never heard that term before. And I was just fascinated with the idea of, of you know, especially when he was talking, he was talking about like how he didn't want to use the word virtual company because, you know, with their clients, it didn't feel real. And then, you know, with um, their employees, they didn't want to use remote company because it kind of made their employees feel like that they were distant. So that was fascinating to me. Um, again, my partner just graduated. All the jobs out there were, um, you know, uh, benefits related they weren't really like chros vp of peoples or anything like that it's, it's kind of funny it was only right how many years ago is that now it's, it's it's it wasn't that long ago but it seems like ages ago right and um yeah so i kind of flew back from that conference in 2012 started reading all the books the year without pants um uh, uh remote um you know, and then there was another remote book. Oh, the four-hour work week. And I think it was the four-hour work week where, um, geez, I can't remember. Is, is it Tim? Is that the author of the book? Yeah, Tim Ferriss. Thank you, Tim yeah. Ferriss. And I think it was that book. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I remember the book talking about the new rich. And I, that kind of really piqued my interest. And they were talking about how um, most people are attracted to the money. Mm-hmm. And um, the reality is, is that you're not actually attracted to, to the money, you're attracted to their freedom. Yeah. And if you can go wherever you want, if you're not bogged down by a location, you can experience that same type of, you know, obviously you can't go to all these crazy clubs and VIP stuff and all that, but 
you can be free very, very similarly to that. And that's what really grabbed me. So we incorporated Blend Me Inc. and have been talking about remote work and consulting here and there um, ever since 2013. Um, kept it as a side hustle. Fast forward to the pandemic. Um, I was an engineer and something told me all my friends were calling me saying, you guys have been doing this for a while, the whole world's remote. I, you know, my high school friends were calling me, my college friends. And <laughs> finally, I think I just kind of caved in and was just like, look, you know, it, it's been great as a side hustle. We never really, you know, we always thought it would be cool to, 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 to do it full time all the time. And, um, you know, the pandemic when, when uh, my partner and I actually flew back to Maine, I'm originally from Maine and we flew back to Maine during last year, a year this time, roughly, um, because we didn't know what was going to happen with the pandemic. And um, when we were up there, I think um, that was the first time really that I experienced that freedom with my family. You know, my partner was remote and yeah. my daughter was doing um, online school at the time. So that was really kind of the the, the eye opener. Um, and, you know, I left my engineering job in, in, in June of um, of 20. And uh, yeah, just been doing a ton of speaking. And then in November, we, we got um, featured in Harvard Business Review. So times are flying, things are going, and it's been fun. Yeah, that's a great story. I love all the points you brought up. I was just thinking last week we had our spring break. Mm-hmm. You know, I have kids that are about nine and seven. I went down like actually a day early to my parents' house with my kids and worked a little bit in the day. But then like the kids wanted to go out and do something. And I was like, I was just thinking like if I was like, totally retired or totally wealthy. Like what would I do right now? Like mm-hmm. I would just go on a bike ride with my kids. Cause that's fun. <laughs> and realize that I can also do that right now. Like I don't have to wait until then. So I love that perspective that comes in. Yeah. The freedom. It's, it's something that I think all of us around the whole globe have, have now experienced some of that freedom. Yeah. Right. And it's, and it's, uh, it's intoxicating. It's actually, it's, it's in my opinion, I feel like, well, it's not just my opinion, but a lot of people saying this, like, this is, a change that we haven't seen. And I've heard some people say since the industrial revolution. So it's very interesting. Fascinating. It's great to be living in this time when we, these things are available, like the tools that we have to get work done are there. That's a great idea to think about. I want to take this conversation and you talked about definitions earlier about distributed workplace, virtual workplace, different things. We're going to center most of our conversation today around hybrid work. Tell us about your definition of specifically hybrid work. Like, what does that mean to you? I think a lot of people say, okay, we're going to do hybrid because it's somewhere in the middle, but they don't define it any more than that. So what do you take on that? Yeah, yeah. So I got to start off with a quick little rant. Um, We are big believers in not forgetting uh, history and not forgetting, you know, the founders. Like in, in all sports, you know, I'm a big early late 80s, early 90s basketball person and football person. So it's like, you know, when you're comparison, when you're trying to compare previous stuff to current stuff, it's very difficult. So I always like to give a shout out to Jack. Jack Niles, right. I believe his name is, who coined the term telework in like 19, I want to say 70 or something like that. So all you people out there, Google and fact check me. Um, but But telework was kind of like the original definition of remote work, right? Yeah. And for me, definitions are really big. So I'm glad that we're talking about this because right now, everyone, like you said, everyone is saying, let's just do hybrid. Right. And I just feel like the the definitions of of previous lives are are merging into this one definition. So for me and for Blend Me Inc., how we look at when we're defining the different remote work models we look at a centralized workplace as kind of the 
the root or the anchor of the definition. Yep. Um, and this is really challenging, and, and, and I don't want to jump to some of the, the other questions, but like this is really the most difficult piece for individuals and organizations to get on the same page with. Okay. So again, what I'm what we use is we use the centralized workplace as kind of the root. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the office. So this is actually on our website. So I'm going to read it like word for word because we have um, the the remote work models on our website and we call it the big three, you know, a little inspired by the Boston Celtics creating the first big three. <laughs> All right. So, um, and for us, we prefer fully distributed. So we're going to talk about what fully distributed is slash all remote. So you're seeing all remote used a lot right now. We use, we like to prefer to use fully distributed. So, and the reason why I'm, I'm going to go through all three is so that you can understand the difference between what hybrid is. Yeah. So a fully distributed or all remote company has no centralized workplace and, and employees work from wherever they are the most comfortable and productive. I feel like that gets lost in a lot of these translations mm-hmm. where you're the most comfortable and productive. So um, that is a fully distributed, all remote company. They have no centralized workplace. Yeah, I think the key question is like, where is your HQ? Exactly. If it's an address, like if it's a place, then you're not fully distributed. You're something else. Like it's one of these other options. Would you say like, if we could stick with this just for a second, like, would you say like a fully distributed team has a technological core? like say like a project-based software like an Asana or a Slack or something like that, would they say like, this is actually our HQ? Um, I mean, I guess. Yes. Why not? Um, seeming we're on the digital workplace podcast, right? I did get that right. Maybe. <laughs> um, in your context, you're ac- absolutely right. Your yeah, workplace is most likely a digital workplace. And I don't want to name this, you know, you, I know you're just naming software is just naming, but you could just have your digital workplace on Google Docs if you yeah. want. I mean, I'm not saying that that's probably the, the, the right way to do it, but you're right. You know, you don't have a physical um, centralized workplace. You're correct. Right. So it would be somewhere in the, in the, in the space. So now hybrid remote. Um, that's the term that we're here to talk about and the term that everyone's, you know, raving about. And this is where it gets a little, a little tricky. So how we define it is that hybrid remote companies have a centralized workplace where some employees have their own dedicated office while others work remotely. And it's a little confusing, you know, because it's hard to get all of the situations in the hybrid because there's multiple situations. So what we're saying here is that there is a centralized workplace. Yep. Some people go into the office and they have their own office. So that's number one. But then from the remote side, people um, who are also working remotely, they may or may not have an office to either share. Mm. The reason why we kind of use this definition is because that if you, so let's just kind of move to the telecommute and then we can go back and talk about hybrid. So what hybrid remote is not in, in our definition. And again, everyone has their own definitions. I wish, you know, Dan, if you're hearing me, Dan Murph, hopefully you're hearing me. 
Of course, he's listening. Right Laurel, now. hopefully you're hearing me too. Um, we all got to get together and just come up with some definitions and just roll with it. So that like, you know, there's, there's a million definitions out there. I hope, I hope all of us and other professionals out there, we can all get together one day and just say, this is it. So we can move forward. But to me, telecommute is the third remote work model. Hmm. And the reason why telecommute is different, and it's still old-fashioned. I actually had a colleague tell me, telecommute, I wouldn't hire anyone that has telecommute on their their website. And I'm like, I get that. I understand. It's not modern. But the reason why we use telecommute is because, well, A, telework and telecommute are government terms. And they're not going to change and they're used within government and they're used internationally. So we got to get off the U.S. island sometimes. OK, we got to get off the U.S. island and kind of, you know, embrace embrace other people. But telecommute. The reason why we use the third model telecommute is that telecommute employees split their time commuting to a centralized workplace and they have their own dedicated office and they switch between working from home. So there's, I think there's a big difference. And I feel like a lot of people right now are mixing telecommute with what hybrid remote is. So you're saying hybrid remote is like all the time somebody's remote or all the time they're in the office? A split, a split between. So you have a population that is always going to the office, right? Is that right? Um, and they have their own dedicated space. Mm-hmm. And then you have a population of employees who are remote, but... They may come in and occasionally mm-hmm. and also maybe share like hot desking. If you're gonna if you're setting up a hot desking situation and the person doesn't have their own work, you know, their own dedicated office space, that's I believe is we believe is still hybrid because it's like, you know, you're not making them come into the office. You're not expecting that they're coming into the office, you know, all the time. You know, but some people may prefer because like, I feel like where we're at right now is that, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about this some more, is that there's different, you know, you've heard different strokes for different folks, right? Like some people want to go into the office, but in, in a telecommute situation, you're saying, no, you're coming into the office and you're coming into your own office. So government has been doing telecommute for, for a long time. You know, like you could go, you know, you're expected to go into the office a majority of the time. You had your own office, but then you were also allowed to work from home a couple times a week. To us, you know, um, telecommute is that. That is not hybrid. A lot of people I feel like are mixing the two because they're saying, oh, well, you're lonely at home. Um, Why don't we come in? Why don't we we have people come into the office and we're going to do hybrid remote? No, to to to. To us, to blend, hybrid remote is an intentional model where a good amount of your population may or may not ever come into the office. And I think that that's a big difference. Um, so that's that's how we define it. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I want to hear what you think. Well, I mean, you're talking, you got two different things going on here. One is where is the individual person's headquarters? Yep. So you're saying if I'm remote, I tend to work maybe at home, maybe at a co-working space down the road. Maybe at a, a friend's place. I don't know where I am, but I'm choosing that. That's kind of my headquarters. But then also, if I need to go to the office, it's there. Like, I might have a space. So there's the time element of how often I'm coming in. But then there's also the space element. Do I have a dedicated space at my office that's there? Which even before this, there was hot desking going on. There were open office concepts where you just kind of go in and, and, and find a space and there are no things. So I think that's an important thing to bring in. I don't personally see that as essential to the definition of remote work and hybrid 
but maybe I'm, I'm not thinking about something right. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, but there's no there's no definitions out there. So I mean, yeah, I yeah. guess we're all we're all kind of right, we're all kind of wrong, and that's what I'm saying. We we need to all come together and and, and agree because to me, um, saying saying you're a hybrid remote company, but everyone has their own office, and you're right. You know, I guess shared workspace to me is still kind of um, if you're required to come into the office every day, but you can sit wherever you want. Is it your own dedicated um, working space? It kind of is, it kind of isn't. But I think the biggest thing for us is that in, in a hybrid situation, you're not necessarily required to go into the office every single day. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I've seen some people put a number on it, like 50%, um, 50% of your employees work remotely full time. Um, but then where does that that leave the organizations that say, okay, you only have to come into the office once every two weeks? To me, that would be a hybrid remote situation. You know, like if we're saying you only have to come into the office once every two weeks, to me, I feel like that that would be a hybrid hybrid remote situation. Yeah. You know, because you are your main um, your main place of business in a hybrid remote situation is going to be uh in the cloud or, or, um, you have to organize your, your, your company like a remote company in a hybrid remote model for it to be successful in a telecommute situation. You got to come, you got to go to the office meeting because your office is there and yeah, you can work from home Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you're expected to be in your office X amount of times. And when there's a corporate meeting there, you're expected to, to go in there and, and, and do that. So I think this whole conversation is reflective of how complicated hybrid work is. Like, it's one thing to say, hey, we're going to be fully distributed. You work wherever you want. If you need an office, we'll make sure you get one. Okay, that's one decision. It's another decision to say, everyone's at the office five days a week. You're here. The end of discussion. That's another easy one. Everything else in the middle, there's so much... I don't know, ambiguity about what it means and, and how often they need to be there. Is that being tracked? Um, do you have an office space? The other easy one too, Neil, the other easy one too is you can work from home once a week. That's easy. You know what I mean? But is everyone working from home the same day or do you get to pick which day? Yeah, I mean, you can, you're, tr you're right. I mean, you can get down to that, but, but allowing people to work from home once a week that's telecommute. Yeah. You know, you, you get to telecommute once a week. You get to telecommute twice a week. And as far as, you know, back to your point, you know, what day is that? In in most telecommuting situations, like, you know, reach out to any government employee. If there's a meeting, you're going in. There is no like, oh, well, you know, we need to make sure that I'm there on the same day. The, the challenges that you're talking about are the challenges that you're going to have with the hybrid remote model. But in the te in the telecommute situation, you're going in like you don't have that freedom to say, oh, well, just put me up on on speaker. In most in most cases, you have to go into the office. So, yeah. And then I, I've talked with other guests who say their day, they're like when they're, they're thinking about post pandemic time, like will be dictated by the look at their schedule and say, OK, if I have three meetings today, I got to be in the office. But if I look at my day and I got no meetings, well, shoot, I'm not going in today. They're going to make that decision like ad hoc, like as it comes up with different things, which could be great, could be extremely complex and frustrating for other people too. So yeah, that's tough. Yeah, yeah. And in that situation, Neil, honestly, I would say that that's kind of hybrid in, in a way. Yeah. Because if you're telling me I don't have to go to the office ever, 
unless there's meetings. Well, now we're kind of talking about the challenges that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're redefining the purpose of the office, right? You're now, you're now redefining what it means to, to go into the office. So, Colleen, we have thoroughly confused people who are listening <laughs> in and trying to pick things out. If you're talking to somebody who's who wants, like, they want to offer some flexibility, that they, they don't want to go back or they feel like they can't go back to fully five days a week all the time in the office, like, how do they make sense of this? Like, how can they put together a plan going forward that's going to work for people, that's going to work for their their teams that are there? Like, where should they even start with this? That's a that's a great 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 question. And for me, I I think and, and again, a lot of the knowledge is, is knowledge that I've picked up from other people and, and and things that we've learned over time. And I think the the biggest challenge right now, um, and that we're seeing, and, and honestly, I think this article just came out yesterday on Newsweek. Um, I want to kind of bring it up and see if I can remember what. The, the, so they were talking. Oh yeah, Newsweek. Um, they had this this one statistic in there, and it said while eighty three percent of CEOs want their employees to return in person, only ten percent of employees want to come back full time. So what I'm seeing right there is a gigantic disconnect. Yeah, and it's a natural friction. I've been talking about this for a while. I'm actually very excited to see what happens and see how this plays out. Well, it's good for your business. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, there's a lot of power being lost. And I feel like that's the challenge that leadership is trying to to deal with. You know, there's been a lot of control. You know, you have to ask yourself, what was the real what was the real psychological point of the office? Like you got to go way, way, way back. Right. And they created the office so that people could have a place that they could be the most productive at and also so that they could watch. I mean, I mean, that's the that's the unfortunate truth of the situation. Yeah. And I think I saw early pictures, like you had all the accountants and bookkeepers, like in the middle and then all the managers in those offices surrounding that. So they could keep an eye on people, make sure they're doing their work and everything. Right. And then you had the factories earlier on, they're all in one place doing factory work all in one place and you have the person walking around. So you have to think about that first. And and, and the reason why I brought that up, because you asked me, what should you do first? The first thing that you have to do is get on the same page. Leadership and and individual contributors and managers, everyone has to get on the same page on definitions. And that's why we kicked off this show with the confusing definition of hybrid remote work. Um, But you have to get on the same page with, with, with what workplace flexibility looks like. So what we obviously advise and what most consultants that are out there doing this right now we do, and we've came up with our own assessment called the Remote Employee Experience Assessment. We call it Tree Assessment. And what you need to do is you need to figure out what does workplace flexibility look like for your employees. What is it that they? Um, what are their workplace flexibility preferences? And what we're all going to find out, what are the reasons why they're working remote? How frequently do they want to come into the office if they want to come in at all? Um, what about time schedules? What what type of times, you know, do they want this flexibility because of uh, time schedules? Because, you know, dealing with a elderly parent at home, dealing with kids, like there's reasons as to, there's a whole bunch of different reasons as to why people enjoy this flexibility. So the very first thing, is getting a comprehensive 
um, um, idea of what your employee preferences are and what workplace flexibility means. So that's 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 square number one. Yeah, and that's so important because, like we've already said, there's so many permutations of this. There are going to be a thousand different ways you can do this, and there's not one that's the right way to do it. It's going to depend on on you. I was talking with a, a lady the other day that, like, like you said, the time thing is a big issue too, in the sense of like most of my work, particularly, I can do any time of day. Like, it doesn't. It's not time dependent so much. But they're taking calls from clients, which means they got to be there when the phone rings and got to be able to pick up and be available for that. So they can't offer that necessarily the flexibility of time. So it depends on your the type of business you run what the type of people you're going to hire for that. There's so many of these things and, and just getting them all out there. Maybe we can give them a list. If you got an article or something like that, we can uh, send that out of like all the types of things you need to think through before you you step into hybrid work. But I think that's going to be great. Colleen, we kind of hit the end of our time. We need to set up a part two to, to flush this out so people aren't spinning their heads trying to figure <laughs> out the things. But if people want to learn more about your stuff, the resources you have, where should they go? Uh, yeah, check us out, blendmeinc.com. Um, you can check us out on social media, Blimmy Inc. everywhere. Uh, myself, I'm um, Colleen Clarkson everywhere. Yeah, and it's it's not easy. Just kind of, you know, kind of talking about what you said is it's it's not easy. Hybrid remote is by far the most difficult model. Um, if you're gonna do it, take your time assessing what people, uh, uh, what what their preferences are. B, don't judge. The remote work during a pandemic, try to hold out until after the pandemic is over and then start your assessment after the pandemic. I know that's a big, big ask, but it's really going to be the, um, you know, a very, really, 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 really important piece on, on your structure. And that's, that's where you start right there. That's good advice. That's good advice. I'm, I'm just thinking about parents. Like you said that people who like had to figure out their kids' education right. along with working at home, like Normally, you don't have to do that. Like, that's not a big thing no. you have to figure out. And th- there's so many of those endless numbers of, of examples like that, that, yeah, that's a good advice. Wait until you figure that out. And it takes time to plan. So take your time. Don't rush this decision because it's a decision that is going to set your business up for, for success for a long time to come. So don't rush it. Cool. Well, we will include all that stuff in, in the show notes. We're going to have you back on sometime or have you on, on some other conversations. We've got a clubhouse meeting coming up too. So pay attention there. Yes. Clubhouse. Check us out. Remote work Wednesdays is what you lead, right? Yes. Every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do a remote work Wednesday. So hop on and we just talk all things remote. Check it out. We'll, we'll put all that in the show notes. Uh, Colleen, thanks for being on the show, man. Appreciate you. Thanks, Neil. This has been the Digital Workplace Podcast. If you liked it, please take a minute to leave a review wherever you are. Go to thedigitalworkplace.com and sign up for our twice a month newsletter. It keeps you up to date on the best ways to build a level five digital workplace. Music for the show is provided by City of Sound. I'm your host, Neil Miller. Keep moving forward.